It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Catacord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Good, thank you. How are those markets doing? Well, markets are lower this morning, really coming off a rather kind of flat start to the week. Um, today's move is coming after the U.S. government uh, debt was downgraded from AAA rating to a AA plus. And again, they're saying it's justified uh, by arguing that the country's finances will likely deteriorate over the next three years, given tax cuts, new spending initiatives, uh, economic uh, shocks possibly, and repeated political gridlock. We have seen U.S. Uh, debt downgraded before, uh, so it's not that much of a surprise. However, um, you know, markets don't like to hear that kind of uncertainty, and so that we're seeing market indices down anywhere between 1% to 2%. But again, this comes off of a huge move we've seen over the last uh, couple of months as well. So, so it's okay for markets to take a breather. Nobody panic. <laughs> it's normal to see it red day once in a while. Are you rehearsing? Is that what you're going to tell people when they call no, you? I, it, 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 every time that there's a, you know, one red day after people kind of get used to seeing the green on their screens, uh, you know, you have uh, people start to wonder, is this the beginning of something bigger? And I would say at this point, no, uh, markets are up a lot this year, which we'll talk about. Uh, and uh, it's okay to, you know, you're never going to have every day that's up. You're never going to have every, every month that's up or even every year. So, so uh, at this point, we're coming out of a bear market and things are recovering. So that's good news. Okay. That is good news. Let's talk about earnings uh, week, which has been continuing because there were some more second quarter earnings announced. Yeah, you know, earnings season right now, we're more than halfway through with the results coming in stronger than expected. Um, many investors are remaining optimistic about the health of the U.S. economy and that we're going to sort of uh, avoid a, a recession or if there was one, it would be a soft landing. Um, and when we're looking at earnings and some of the ones that uh, have come out recently, because we've had uh, about 160 of the S&P 500 companies report. More than half of the companies have already reported and 82% are topping expectations. Uh, so that's uh, definitely good news. Uh, Caterpillar, the world's largest heavy equipment manufacturer, reported better than expected earnings. Uh, Ferrari beat earnings. Um, I would think that this has to do a lot with the China reopening and they have a backlog of orders. Uh, Starbucks beat bottom line uh, but fell short on sales. The stock was up 3%. Uh, Uber missed analyst expectations is down 5% and, and Pfizer posted mixed results due to um, the plummeting uh, COVID product sales, obviously, because we're uh, out of the pandemic now. So so with that being said, uh, we have some huge uh, reports Thursday after market, which is Apple and Amazon. So remember, I've said the market is focused on really three things right now, mm -hmm. and that is inflation interest rates along with earnings. And you really have to be a stock picker in today's environment because um, not all stocks are created, even sectors. You can see, um, you know, some sectors are outperforming others. And, and again, you have to watch for that rotation as we talked about last week, Simi. Um, you know, when is it time to sell and trim some of your technology stocks because it ran so much? And maybe you should be looking at other areas like banks and so on. So, so it's an interesting time, Simi, uh, but this is definitely when you need professional guidance uh, instead of going it alone, I would say. Okay, good to know. Let's talk about oil prices here as well, because we talked about this earlier on the show about this kind of the seesaw that oil gas prices have been on with the underlying situation with the price in oil. 
Yeah, exactly. And of course, in BC, we pay some of the highest gasoline prices in all of Canada for various reasons. Um, but when you're looking at just the price of oil, uh, we've seen record-breaking summer heat uh, is causing uh, a lot of fuel makers to cut back operations, reducing oil pro- uh, processing globally by at least 2%. So that can really affect the price of oil that you, maybe you don't know. Um, Triple-digit heat uh, has led to refinery breakdowns and maintenance issues, uh, really exa- um, you know, magnifying the fact of that there are low fuel stockpiles out there right now too. And, and so this is something we don't need because it's, of course, part of that inflation number. And so what we're seeing is uh, WTI is above $80, um, near the highest level since April, and the U.S. crude benchmark has rallied almost 14% this month. Uh, and that's the biggest advance since January 2022. And of course, none of us that, uh, you know, have a car want higher uh, gas prices. But furthermore, as a portfolio manager, I don't want to see this either, uh, just because uh, we could see inflation uh, higher or possibly not moving lower, which is definitely what we need so that they stop increasing interest rates in the U.S. and in Canada. Okay, so can we talk about um, also look at the stock market kind of overall and what's been going on. Are there certain companies that are kind of carrying things? Yeah, you know, this is um, something that I mentioned a few weeks ago is that the, the the indices are kind of out of whack if you're looking at them. Because if you look at the S&P 500, it shows it's up, you know, uh, 17, 18% year to date. Uh, whereas the equal weight is up about 8%. So that's a significant difference. So what what does that mean? Uh, it means that those kind of seven largest companies that, that are on the S&P 500 carry a lot of weight because they're so large. And those companies were mostly hit very hard last year. So they were down significantly. But then this year you saw techno- technology run because a lot of them are tech stocks. Um, they, that it ran and also to do with AI, artificial intelligence, which we recently spoke about too. So some of those names or those seven specific names, I should say, are Apple up 49% this year, Amazon up 53%, uh, Google up 46 Meta, Facebook up 160% year to date, Microsoft up 38%, NVIDIA up 204 and Tesla uh, is up 107%. So if you... If you take a look at those uh, seven stocks, that's been the contributor to that high number on the S&P. However, most people will not just own seven stocks in their portfolio and also uh, the specific seven that are up so much. So when you have a diversified portfolio, you're not going to be up uh, 17 or 18% like the S&P 500. So I think that's something uh, to remember because you want diversification, especially if you're close to retirement or already retired. Um, You don't want to take, you know, gambles that you don't have to. And had you had that uh, portfolio of those seven stocks last year, you would have been down significantly. So so even though those seven are outperforming today, it doesn't mean that they're always going to outperform. In fact, um, you know, we sold our Apple. We've trimmed um, Meta and Microsoft as they moved higher and higher. And so it's important to understand that just because of the flavor of the day right now and they're really recovering from a, a, you know, a really bad year last year, it doesn't mean that you should all just jump into those seven. And, and so the equal weight, again, is more up around 8% year to date, which okay. makes more sense. Uh, and also quickly, I want to ask you about the, the Hollywood strike. You've got the actors on strike. You've got the writers on strike. We know the impact that that's having here in BC. But is it affecting the market? 
Yeah, you know, um, when you take a look at uh, the strike and how long it's been ongoing, it is starting to affect some of the companies that are on the stock market. And so, you know, in, in the short term, it's like, Who's going to win from the strike? Well, the production houses are winning. Uh, TikTok is actually winning because a lot of people are going uh, onto there for new content. Uh, Netflix is fairly well positioned. You would think it wouldn't be, but they are because they have a lot of stored content. Uh, News networks, sports, uh, TV, uh, they're also benefiting. But in the short medium term, I mean, the actors and the writers who who may not be the winners at this point, a lot of them uh, are not the high paid Hollywood actors you think about and, and uh, those that don't make a whole lot of money annually. Uh, and without the writers and everybody else, uh, you, you, we're not going to have any new movies or a lot of new content, TV shows, all those sorts of things. Uh, it's going to catch up here fairly soon. And so that does impact the market in terms of stocks. So like Disney shares have struggled badly as earnings are growing. Uh, shares are down about 14%. Uh, as I said, Netflix shareholders have benefited, but again, we have to watch that. Um, movie theater chains, so like Cineplex shareholders, um, they're not benefiting. This is a position we had to sell due to the strike. Uh, Warner Brothers stock has been losing money in the past year, uh, but even more recently, I'm, I mean, it's down significantly from $75 to $13 a share. So the bottom line, the longer this strike goes, the worse it will be for everyone from producers to consumers and fans and so let's hope they can come to some sort of resolution uh so so movies can move on and uh and you know these companies are back on track yes that would be nice all right thank you so much for that thanks so much to me have a great day you too that's laurie pinkowski laurie is a senior portfolio manager at canaccord genuity you can contact her team directly 604-695-l-o-r-i or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca